One's a movie buff. One watches movies just enough. Together, fun will be had by all. This is Nadine Katie at the Movies. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Nadie and Katie at the Movies. I am your host, Nathan, a.k.a. Nadie, of course. And on today's episode, we're going to do something a little different. Today's format is going to be slightly different than our usual show because, unfortunately, Katie and I were not able to record with each other at the exact same time. So what we're going to do is something like we did with our Christmas episode, if you remember that, where I recorded my thoughts and Katie recorded her thoughts. Now, in this episode, Katie is going to give her thoughts on her homework, which was Shazam! Fury of the Gods. And after she gives her thoughts about it, I will tell you how I feel. I only said that so I would stop saying the word thoughts, which I just did again. But before we get into what Katie thought of Shazam! Fury of the Gods, let me go into a synopsis. When a vengeful trio of ancient gods arrive on Earth in search of the missing magic stolen from them. Long ago, Shazam and his allies get thrust into a battle for their superpowers, their lives, and the fate of the world. Shazam! Fury of the Gods stars Zachary Levi as Billy Batson slash Shazam. Zachary Levi was also in Chuck, Tangled, and Thor the Dark World and Thor Ragnarok. Also starring Helen Mirren as Hespera. Helen Mirren was in The Queen, Fast and the Furious 8, 9, and the soon-to-come Fast X, or 10. And also Lucy Liu as Calypso. Lucy Liu has been in Charlie's Angels, Kill Bill, and Kung Fu Panda. And without any further ado, here is what Katie thought of Shazam! Fury of the God. Take it away, Katie B. First of all, I found myself not really laughing a lot at the first movie like I was hoping to when I was reviewing for this, but I did laugh out loud multiple times watching this movie. There were several scenes where I was literally cackling in the movie theater. One specific part was when they were using like a pen that just listens to what you're saying, kind of like Siri, and it just repeats anything that you're saying. And so they kept screwing it up. Uh, If you've seen the movie, you know I'm talking about. So funny. I felt like the jokes were good. I didn't feel like they fell flat. For some reason, I felt like they did in the first movie. Second big thing I liked, I thought if you have this many actors and actresses involved in a movie that play integral roles, I did not feel like there was any that stood out to me as being terrible actors or actresses. So I just want to say I was very impressed by the fact that you have that many guys and girls in these leader roles and still being pulled off. Like it's crazy that they were able to go from adult to kid, adult to kid and how, and it felt like it flowed. Like at no point did it feel very awkward to keep switching. And that was impressive to me. I love Freddie something, Freddie Freeman. I love that actor. I thought he did a great job. He was the perfect, like he played the part that he's supposed to be this kind of nerdy wannabe superhero very well. And of course, Adam uh, Adam Brody is the adult version. Another thing I really liked, and it would lead sort of into my dislikes, it kept me on my toes. 
it was not very predictable. Like at no point did I think I had figured out what was going to happen or how they were going to solve the problem. And I think in today's world, that was really big for me. I didn't watch the trailer intentionally so that I wasn't going to have a lot of it given away, like Nathan always says, but it really did keep me on my toes. With that, I will say it was also really long. I felt like there was almost so much going on that by the end, I was like curious for what's going to happen, but I was also just wanting it to hurry up and tell me what happened. I found myself like texting in the theater. Yeah, judge me. (laughs) I was texting Scott a little bit like, hey, like, this movie's almost over, like kind of kept looking at my watch. So that's not a good sign. However, like I said, it did keep me on my toes. Like I didn't know what was going to happen. I think that the reason it felt long, and this would be probably my biggest critique. And from what I've researched, maybe a big critique of others would be there was just way too much. Like my brain was spinning with the amount of plot and things going on. And this had to happen to make this happen. So cool, it kept me on my toes, but I'm also leaving that movie feeling very confused. How did it all match together? I'm sure there's plot holes all over it that I don't even, I'm not smart enough or know enough about DC Comics to grasp. But there was like, there was gods and the god realm, and then there's unicorns show up and monsters and Wonder Woman makes an appearance, wizards, there's magic, there's a god realm. There was random secret doors that were never explained. I feel like I was watching... Harry Potter and a superhero movie and also like the Greek gods, like watching Odyssey or reading the book all mixed together. And so it was just like way, way too much. That was a little stressful. That being said, I laughed. I felt like it was entertaining and action packed. I did not predict the ending. I thought it was clever. I love that there was some cameos. And Honestly, I'm pretty shocked when I was looking at the reviews that on Rotten Tomatoes, this movie got a really bad score. In fact, it sounds like, and maybe Nathan will touch on this, sounds like Zachary Levi was super salty about that. It was like, no, this is a good freaking movie. Stop rating it so bad. But you know what? It was definitely better than 65, so I would rate it way above there. Honestly, it didn't get a great review from Rotten Tomatoes, but it still got better than Quantumania. So I don't know if this is like a DC versus Marvel thing. But in terms of DC movies, I thought it was hilarious and great. I never saw Black Adam. I did see Wonder Woman movies. And I am curious to see how this would play into a future potential DC universe. What I want to understand would be how could Shazam and all his siblings show up in like, let's say, like the Justice League, or I guess there's something called the Justice Society. I have no idea. This is where my nerdiness falls away. Like I have, I don't understand anything about the DC world or comics or how everyone's connected. They always have felt so standalone for me. So like any idea of like Avengers type thing, totally don't know anything, but I just found it hard. Like if, if you integrate him into the universe, do you have to bring all his siblings too, or is it just him that shows up? Like you cannot have that whole cast. And then with that being said, If you are going to have him in the movies moving forward, don't you? I mean, you have to have both actors, right? You can't only have Zachary Levi. You'd also have to have the kid that plays Billy Batson want to be on board. And I think that he might get lost and that might be a little difficult to have. I mean, that's nothing that I've seen in a movie before where you're going to 
continue having a side character who also has a pretty dynamic storyline where it like switches between a kid and an adult. That would be really hard to be a side character. If I had to rate Shazam, Fury of the Gods, I would disagree with Rotten Tomatoes and I would agree with Zachary Levi. I think this movie is worth seeing. Very funny. I would encourage you to go see it. I'm going to give it a five out of six stars, which is pretty high. But again, I was entertained and that's what I go to the movies for. I don't need it to be super meaningful. I don't need it to teach me a lesson all the time. But I need to be entertained and to escape reality for a little bit. And for that, I think Shazam, Fury of the Gods was spot on. So I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I think Katie and I agree on almost everything about this movie. I went into this movie with low expectations because of everything going on with the DC universe when it comes to movies. You know, they got rid of Henry Cavill. They're getting rid of basically Ben Affleck as Batman. They're losing actors left and right. And so going into this movie, Zachary Levi had already come out and said, hey, I don't, I'm not worried about my job. I, I think Shazam's going to do really well in the DCU. And so I was hopeful because I liked the first one. I actually enjoyed it probably more than Katie did. She said she didn't really laugh at it that much. I thought it was entertaining. I do remember going to see it with my wife because we thought it was going to be like a family movie and it was pretty dark for what we were expecting. All that being said, I did enjoy this movie. I thought it was fun. I thought the action was really good and I thought the acting was really well done. I think Zachary Levi does a really good job as Shazam. I do think that for a movie that takes place after Billy Batson has been this character for a while, I think Shazam should have been a little more subdued when it came to acting like a child because i think that billy batson was more mature in this one than he was in the last one and so i think that shazam should have kind of followed with that kind of characterization but that's just a little nitpicky thing i do agree with katie that one of my favorite characters was the freddie freeman character i thought he was hilarious in the first one i thought he was even funnier in this one and I think Adam Brody plays a really good adult version of that character. And so I think, like Katie said, I think the acting was very well done. I didn't think there was a weak link in this movie. I thought it was cool that they had Helen Mirren in it. They had Lucy Liu in it. They had Rachel Ziegler from West Side Story. She played Maria in that. I did not know who she was until the big reveal. So I was kind of surprised that she was the third sister. Um, and they even kind of joke about that, too. Shazam says, I can't believe that they're sisters because of the age difference. So I thought that was funny because that's actually what I was thinking when they revealed that she was the sister. I was like, really? She's really young. I thought that they were going to reveal that she was Wonder Woman's sister. That's what I thought they were hinting at. Because unlike Katie, I did see a bunch of trailers for this movie. And yes, they did give away a lot. And a lot of people think, that they gave away the big Wonder Woman cameo near the release of this movie because they already knew that this movie wasn't going to do that well in the box office. I think the biggest thing that hurt this movie is everything that's going on with the DCU. You know, they're scrapping a lot of stuff. They're scrapping a lot of actors, like I said before. Some people just aren't interested in seeing movies that may not mean anything. And I think that's what hurt this movie. 
because this is a fun movie. It's a fun movie. I wouldn't necessarily say it's a family movie like Zachary Levi. It keeps on saying on his Instagram and Twitter because, yes, he is very upset about how poorly this movie did. And he's giving a lot of blame to The Rock because of Black Adam. Apparently, there's supposed to be a post-credit scene in Black Adam, and he thought Shazam should have been it. There's supposedly supposed to be a post-credit scene in the first Shazam with some Black Adam characters that never came to fruition, or it might it might have been this one that was supposed to be that. And so I understand, because you think this movie is really good, you care about the character, which is awesome to see an actor feel like. But at the same time, you gotta you gotta let it go, man. You know, I mean, it didn't do well, unfortunately. And I think it wasn't Zachary Levi's fault. I don't think it was anybody in the movie's fault. I think it's just because of everything going on with the DCU. People are very wary about caring about movies that may not even matter. And that's one of my biggest dislikes is that I was uncertain about the importance of this movie because I don't know if this character is going to continue on. And with uh, box office results like this, it's not looking very likely that we'll see Shazam again or anytime soon. And if we do, it may not be played by the same actor. I also agree with Katie that this movie was a tad bit long. It didn't need to be as long as it was. I think they kind of milked the fact that Lucy Liu's character was the main bad guy for a really long time. And I kind of was like, okay, we get it. She's a bad guy. And they wanted the staff back because the wizards, which they didn't really dive into this much, they had a pretty good reason why they were angry because the wizards stole the magic from them. And I believe it was Poseidon that was their father. And that's why they were wreaking heaven on earth because the wizards took the magic, came to earth, gave the magic to an er a human. That's why they were seeking revenge. I thought I kind of got the point pretty quickly about that. Just a quick thing. This has nothing to do with the movie, but it has something to do with what Katie said earlier. A big pet peeve of mine is talking during movies and texting during movies. So yes, Katie, I am going to judge you harshly for texting during a movie. How dare you? I don't care how long the movie feels. Yeah. Also, kind of talking about something else Katie mentioned was Rotten Tomatoes. A lot of people don't really trust Rotten Tomatoes nowadays. It's kind of like with critics. If critics don't like something, I will probably like it. If critics do like something, I probably won't like it. So a lot of critics did not like this movie. And I ended up enjoying it. A lot of critics liked other movies that I ended up liking, like our next homework. But it just, majority of the time, I do not agree with critics. And so I will, will side with Katie when I say Rotten Tomatoes was wrong about this movie. It didn't deserve as much hate as it got. I thought it was very entertaining. I had hoped that it would do better in the box office. But I also understand at the same time, with everything going on and the uncertainty of the DC universe, I can understand why it didn't do well. And it's sad because these people really care about these characters and it's just not fair to them that it's not doing well. So I would actually give Shazam Fury of the Gods a 4.5 stars out of 6. 
And that is mostly because of the uncertainty of this movie's importance. Yes, it was entertaining, but I also want to know if what I'm watching means anything in the future, nowadays especially. You know, back in the days, back in the old times, you didn't care if a movie meant anything for a future franchise. You just went to go see it just to see it. But now, when something could possibly be tied to something bigger in the future, and that movie is, you don't know if it's going to or not, it kind of takes some of the joy out of it, which stinks. It, it takes some of, uh, some of the excitement of watching it on film. It takes away. And you can't, you can't get that out of your head, unfortunately. But I will say that I'm very excited about our next homework assignment. This is the most anticipated movie for me of the year. And I'm trying not to overhype it too much. But I just can't wait to talk about this movie. Our next homework assignment is John Wick Chapter 4. And what I'm actually really excited about is that just like with the Creed 3 movie, Katie has not seen any of the John Wick movies. So she's coming at this with no background story whatsoever. So I'm excited to talk about it with her. So thank you everyone for listening. Please, please, please. We've gotten some great reviews from our listeners. Please continue to leave a review on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else that you can leave a review. Please do so. Five-star review if you like it. And let us know what we're doing right because it helps. It really does help people find the show. So Katie, speaking of the show, how do you want to end this one? Shazam! Thanks for listening to Nadie and Katie at the Movies. Feel free to leave us a review so people can find the show. Follow us on all our social media platforms. And if there's a movie that you want us to watch, feel free to contact us at nadieandkatie@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Thanks for listening and have a great day.